welcome back to another edition of the lunch session. This is your host, Ricardo. I'm glad that uh, I'm speaking with you guys. And of course, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Sancho. Say what's up, everyone. Sancho. Hey, what's up? How are y'all? Oh, <laughs> you say lovely, I guess. I'm full of love and, you know what I mean? Full yeah, absolutely. Love. You're the most lovable guy I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, today we'll just... Uh, Happy New Year. You know, Happy New Year. I know it's been... Happy New Year. Yes. This is going to be the first official podcast of 2022. And so we figured we'd start it off a little low-key with the lunch session uh, before we hit you with a uh, podcast that I'm very, very excited for. But uh, we'll keep that as a surprise for you guys. Uh, But this time around, we figured with the start of the new year, we talk about 2021. We kind of wrap it up. Um, from a macro, what happened around the world, to a micro, some of the updates in our lives and some of the exciting stuff that kind of happened. So, uh, Sancho, uh, why don't you start? Sure, sure. I mean, uh, I think compared to 2020, 2021 might have been a less eventful year, I think. I think just because of, uh, you know, pandemic still ongoing. Of course, that's still the story now, story back then. But I would just start, like, one by one, I guess, some notable events I can think of. January, right now, so we're recording. The, actually, our fifth year anniversary, man. January 23, so, since we uh, started a RAFA. Yeah. yeah. For five years now, 2017 to 2020. Wow. So looking back that, yeah, 2017 is when Trump got inaugurated as president, right? Yep. So in 2020, 2021, you know, he was, I think the year started with him not conceding, which I think is really funny going back to our podcast with Terry, the election. Yeah. I think I was right, right? I'm the one who said that he's not going to give up and he's going to keep uh, talking that he was cheated or something. And I think you said he's going to concede or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't yeah. remember. I Now I'd have to replay it, but I, I'm pretty sure I thought at some point he would have to realize he's kind of got to give it up, so... Yeah, sure. so that I sounds guess, like me. Yeah. That sounds like something I would say. Yeah, so I was. Uh, I just want to say my prediction came true. Uh, but <laughs> something me and Terry actually were on the same page. We both think he's, you know, knowing Trump, he's not gonna give up, and he didn't until he ordered his troops to storm the Capitol. Right? I think that we started the year in that January six. Yeah, started with the insurrection. Yeah. So let's just talk uh, briefly about it. So what, what did you think of the? What did I think? What, what, um... what did you think when it happened? I didn't think when I first heard about it, how did I feel? You know, it's funny. I didn't think it was that big of a deal at first. I didn't, or at least I didn't think I grasped the severity of what was happening. Um, I think I thought, uh, wow, this is kind of out of control. I didn't think they'd actually storm an official building. Um, I thought, wow, how did they get that far uh, without any injuries? And uh, I thought, wow, how did this happen? But for the most part, it was more like an interesting story more than, you know, the interaction as people were putting it and how serious other people were stating it to be. Um, And I think a big part of that was as I was watching it, all these people who were storming these uh, buildings, they looked like they were just kind of just, they didn't look like they were doing something uh, terribly serious. They kind of looked like they were having fun. There was, or at least there were, there were clips that I was seeing, where they were certainly not 
being serious about the whole thing where they were kind of having fun playing around with the uh, furniture and things like that. Um, and then afterwards, I, you know, then I started reading or hearing about the interaction stuff and then I realized the importance of it. But for the most part, I, you know, I kind of thought it was just some craziness, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I did think things were going to escalate past that to, to a super high degree. But um, obviously, a year a year after the fact, fortunately, it didn't. I don't know. What did you think, though, when it when you heard about it? Crazy. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. uh, I think there's so much going on about it. And the crazy thing about it is, like, like we saw it on camera. It happened in our backyard. But there, until now, past it, there's so many different versions about it. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who believe that, you know, they say, like, oh, it's the liberals who did it. You know, they planted it off. It's Antifa or something, right? That they were, they would see it as like a fight. For, it's a good thing. So it's just crazy. Like the other half of the country believes it's a good thing that they fought for their freedom, you know. And the other half believing it's a bad thing. Like it is an insurrection, right? And I think it's at the end of the day, I think that was just really a big reflection of how fucked up this country is. Mm-hmm. You know, just the fact that you know, there's just some people who who believed that, you know, Trump was cheated, that it was fraud, right? That he, he like, that he, and a lot of people still believe he's still the president right now. Right. You know, well, the, I guess most people are actually the ones like us. So we're like, okay, you know, there's, there's no cheating, you know, like Biden won fair and square. But, you know, until now, there's still, you know, like the Marjorie Taylor Green, you know, those kind of people who believe the Jewish people are controlling the, the world, something there's lace, space lasers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And for us sane people, we just look at that and I was like, that's crazy. That's un- you know, unbelievable. That's obviously not realistic if you have common sense, but it just shows that there's a huge group of people in this country who genuinely believe those things and fights for them, you know, and is willing to, what, to storm a capital, you know, to, to sacrifice their lives for those causes. Yeah, and I think it just shows how crazy this country is. I think I think for me as an immigrant, that was a big, like you know, I mean you know me, like I always told you, like I always look at the United States, I always put it in a pedestal, right? Mm-hmm. But in that day, you know, in the days after that, when I see that people still like supporting Trump after that situation, you know, like they literally attack the government, you know, like I literally. Wanna- you know? I wanna, I wanna, I wanna dive a little bit into this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I wanna, I wanna be, I wanna figure out how I wanna word this so that it comes out the best. Um, okay, so I wanna remove, I wanna remove the context of the situation. So I wanna remove that this was all a bunch of people who didn't believe uh, Trump uh, lost, right? A bunch of people got riled up. <laughs> And they thought to storm the capitals because they had a serious issue with politics. Um, So, from that singular like aspect of the whole situation, the very fact that there were genuinely people who got who got together and they were like, "Listen, our our politicians are doing some bullshit that we don't agree with." Again, remove the context, right? I, I don't, I don't care that these are, I don't care that these are Trump's people um, or anything like that. What I'm trying to get at is the fact that there were actually people who 
had the courage to actually stand up um, in their mind, at least, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To stand up to, 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 to the government. I, I would say for that one thing, that like one like small aspect, I was kind of proud. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, there's still people who won't, who won't just bend to what the government says. I was kind of proud there. Now, when we had the context, bunch of Trump, crazy Trump people, you know, and then now it's kind of, it's much less flattering. But like I said, that core idea, I was kind of proud. I, you know, you, you said you kind of had U.S. in the pedestal. And from that event, it lowered it. But when I was sitting there kind of just sitting back and kind of breaking it down in my head, that one piece, I was like, you know what? I don't like the reasons. I don't like them. I don't agree with them. But uh, the very fact that we had people who, who was like, fuck this. We, these politicians are on some bullshit. And they did something about it. I was impressed with, man. They yeah. didn't get anything out of it. I mean, that's went to jail. Motherfuckers. So that you know is, what I'm saying? They didn't have a cause worth really dying on a hill for. But that was you know, their, they calling it their 1776. You know, that was exactly. Their, you know, to them, to them, it's the most important cause in the world. To the rest of the world, it's like you, you fools. But yeah. uh, you know, but I, you know, but I got to say, I was, I was a bit proud. Um, so that's that a good segue for. Going from that one event to like, I guess I just thought about it. A big theme of the year. I mean, of course, it's COVID, right? And the vaccines got developed. That is a big milestone of the year in 2021, right? We finally had mm-hmm. the vaccines. We all got vaccinated in 2021. Most did. But you know, as, as it moves forward, we learned that the you know the vaccine was developed with the OG Corona, right? It's like a war, right? And then right. the variant, the Delta variant, come out, right? Mm-hmm. And like, well, is it our vaccine still good for them? You know, and then eventually Omicron came out where a lot of people are vaccinated, got it, you know, because it was it makes sense because when they were creating the vaccine, they were basing it on the OG variant. Right. And right. it's it's pretty crazy. But so with all this kind of craziness, I think a lot of the big story, in my opinion, at least in my world, the one I see is the the battle between regulations. Right. Like the the COVID regulations versus mm-hmm. the freedom, what you're saying, they fought against the government. Like, so maybe we can talk about that. What is your opinion? Like, you know, like a good example was the, you know, Biden saying that all employers should require, all, you know, all employers should require their employees to be vaccinated. Yeah. Just Supreme Court eventually ruled out. Like, which is, this is, it's happening right now. I mean, it's 2022 now, but it's still happening around 2020. And uh, with, did that regulations, right? So everybody here now, all the companies, okay, we'll follow. Everybody gets a, you know, you get a vaccine or you're out kind of thing. But then the right. Supreme Court crushed it. I think most employers were like, well, fuck it. You don't need to get a vaccine now. You know, but then some employers are still like, oh, we still we're going to we're still going to want to back, you know, to require that. And then you have New York. You know, we went to New York requiring vaccines card with D.C. just started. now. So what is your opinion? Of that? Do you think they, they should kind of strong on regulations kind of blackmail think about it? If you lose your job or you get vaccinated kind of thing. Are you what is your opinion? Are you this regulations to get? people vaccinated, you know, to help the pandemic end or still like you think the government should um, let people decide on their own. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Man, 
this is what I'll say. You know, throughout this entire time, you know, we've been watching countless like commercials, uh, videos, everything that consistently says, yo, you got to get vaxxed, you got to get vaxxed. And at first I was with them. But then it got to a point where it was like they were too pushy. And it started getting to a point where it got creepy. It's like, bro, I get it. You want me to get the vaccine, but you want me, it just feels like you're really pushing something on me where now it's starting to make me feel uncomfortable. Like, all right, why why are you this pressed? Um, And then it got to a point where I really started getting uh, annoyed about the concept of uh, them trying to force us to do do the uh, vaccine. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, that being said, um, I'm vaccinated. I'm planning on getting a booster. Part of it is uh, work work requirements, but also um, I'm not, you know, I don't really care necessarily to get the booster. But, uh, you know, what, what I will say ultimately is I, I, I just got sick. I personally got sick of constantly hearing why we need to have it. And I got really annoyed at, uh, like you said, this is kind of blackmail where, you know, a good example of it is Nike said that they're going to fire or they fired all those people who were unvaccinated. Columbia, a similar uh, uh, sports uh, attire company, they they told their employees, listen, you have until a certain date to get vaccinated or we're going to let you go. And this is, you know, they're really strong arming people. And that through that strong arming, I hate it. Now, now I'm of the mindset like, damn it, you know, fight you know, fight against getting get, getting it. And, and, and in some cases, most of the time I'm thinking, just get vaccinated. It's, it's at this point, it's uh, FDA approved. Um, you know, it's, if we don't, if you don't trust them, then who can you trust at this point? So um, that long ramble was essentially to go, I think, uh, I think I, I hate the strong army. I think it's complete BS, but on some level, at this point, I'm thinking, you know, come on, we're at a point now where we should trust that these vaccines are going to do something. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Okay, no, that's a good point. I mean, I think it's evolving for me. Yeah. Uh, because in the beginning, you know, when we first, you know, when the first wave, we all got vaccinated. There's still a lot of people who weren't. I wasn't really for that. Uh, I think we should all be vaccinated, you know, but then I was like thinking like, I was under the impression that if 100% of the population gets vaccinated, the virus will die. You know, I'm thinking of it like a game, right? Yeah. Just like kill it, you know. But then as we see as the year progress, you know, until now, we saw that, no, the virus actually evolves. Like even if, let's say, on day one, we all got a 100% vaccination rate, mm-hmm. people still get COVID because of the, you know, because the virus is just going to evolve against right. So in my opinion, okay, so now I see that the vaccine is not like a 100% immunity kind of thing. It's more like it's helping. It's like, an, you know, support. It's an assist, you know, mm-hmm. which is more realistic now even with the Omicron variant. You know, I know people got it or vaccinated and they weren't really sick. You know, they were sick, but it wasn't like deadly. And I know people who were unvaccinated and got it and they were like, it was more severe. So it's like, yeah, the vaccine really helps with like, it gives you a shield, but at the same time, I think the biggest benefit of it is if once you get it, you're going to, you you know, your, your body's going to be ready for it. So you're going to have the antibodies for it. Uh, but at the same time, I'm always in the theme of rationality. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Like I'll give you an example. Like I don't know if you would say there's two examples, two sports example, right? Like one with Aaron Rodgers and then one with Novak, right? You know how like the media was crucifying Aaron Rodgers when he he lied about being vaccinated. Apparently, they said he's immunized, but then when he told told about his story, the reason he didn't get the vaccine is because he's allergic of the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And I was right. like, oh. That makes sense, you know? And he's, that's why when he said he's allergic to a vaccine, he couldn't take the vaccine. He started, like, looking at alternative medication, alternative ways. That's why he said he's immunized, because he believes those alternative ways help, will help him against the virus, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When that happened, we don't know, you know? Like, I mean, he got COVID. That's why he got caught. But what, I wasn't really I hated how the media responded about it, because they just started... Th- destroying him like his character like even there's that one mvp voting i was like well i'm not you know i think i'll vote for i'm not gonna vote for aaron Rodgers because of what he did out off screen you know but then in my head yeah. I'm like, dude's fucking allergic yeah. <laughs> like the friends who are allergic to the vaccine too they couldn't take it they have to work with their doctor and how to you know they want to take the vaccine and stuff like I just hate how they omitted the, f- like when they reported it, they omitted the fact that he's allergic. They're yeah. not reporting he's allergic. They're reporting he's an asshole who just doesn't want to take the vaccine. Yeah, there was a, you know what, uh, to, add, to even add to that, yeah. I'm going to say a name that I didn't know until recently was like actually low-key taboo, um, especially if you're a liberal, but I don't know if you listen to this guy named Joe Rogan. Um but he he has this he has this huge podcast, and then he's talking about a particular medicine he took. The name I can't remember which, and the media went out and they were like, "He's taking horse dewormer," and essentially with the and they were they were being intellectually dishonest. I think this medicine had multiple effects. One of them would aid in dealing with COVID, and at a, at a super high dose. For horses specifically, it would it would work as a horse dewormer. So they were being intellectually dishonest when they were reporting this shit. Yeah, and uh, you know, and I think they were trying to make fun of him, and they were just trying to act like he was a dummy because he was taking horse dewormer as opposed to getting vaccinated, right? Because he didn't believe in the vaccination, and uh, and and it was a similar thing where you know they're being intellectually dishonest and. That, that added to the part of the reason why I'm like, man, I don't even want to get fucking vaccinated. Um, because now, now it's like, now the media is being creepy about it. Now that now they're lying specifically to try to force people to get this fucking thing. It, it makes it worse. Yeah. So as I was saying, I mean, the other athlete that I can think of was pretty recent with Novak Djokovic, right? I mean, it's just another example where, you know, Australian government, they're really strict with all these COVID regulations where, I, I mean, I applaud them for being consistent, which I really like how they, you know, if you're not vaccinated, you can't play. So that's what they did with him, you know, but mm-hmm. rationality wise, I mean, he got COVID, which means he should have the antibodies, right? So isn't that the, por- the point of the vaccine is to get the antibodies, right? Isn't that like supposed to be the same result at the end of the day? I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not a scientist, but that's kind of like how I see it, you know? I mean, and at least, and also I would like, to applaud consistency in this, all these regulations. Like, you know, when we went to New York, you need to have like a vaccine card, which is great, right? That's their rule. It works. But, you know, and they also ban Kyrie Irving, who is not vaccinated. 
But then mm-hmm. here in DC, we never really had that vaccine card vaccination rules, right? But then we started implementing it like recently. But then they're allowing people to play in a basketball game. And Bradley Beal, who is not vaccinated, is in the Wizards star player. The Wizards still playing. Like, so if I want to watch a Wizards game, I need to show a vaccination card. But the people I'm watching is okay to be not vaccinated. Yeah, I don't. That is just kind of stupid for me. And I think that's really like this new, this pandemic, which is, I guess, what really 2021 is all about. You know, with all the with all the vaccines being developed, it created a whole new issue with this pandemic. It's no longer just this is a disease we gotta stop. It's like how different governments kind of deal with it, kill with the vaccination status, how to deal with people who doesn't want to take the vaccine, you know. And I think that's kind of what 2021 is. It's been a I'm really happy and glad that vaccines were developed and we had more freedom. We we're not locked. You know, I was able to travel to Mexico, uh, which is amazing to see my fiance's family and prepare for my upcoming wedding. You know, that's probably mm-hmm. the highlight of my year. Uh, yeah, how about you, Ricardo? You have any highlight for your year, or just what do you think about all this? Uh, two biggest highlights in my year. Um, two biggest I'll speak on is uh, I left a job I was very unhappy with. Uh, for one, that is much much better in almost every conceivable way. Um, so for all you people out there who are listening, who's working a job, and you can jump, and you're staying for one reason, and that reason being loyalty, uh, let a random internet stranger let you know that you are being foolish. Um, there are possibly much better opportunities out there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other one was... Uh, I gained a little bit more independence. I uh, purchased my own home and uh, I've been living there since I've been living there for more than six months now. So that's, that was pretty exciting. Huge step. Did that before I was 30. I consider that a milestone. I know age is just a number, but um, I had certain milestones set in my head. So to achieve them a little bit early is something I think worth being excited for. And, uh, and I'm certainly am. So, I'm waiting for you to catch up to the house thing so that uh, we can throw parties at your place so you don't dirty up my house. Working at it. We haven't had a party in your place though. We I know. Have- I don't want you. I don't want you. I don't want you, cretins, uh, dirtying up my place. <laughs> so, no, I know. I need to have one. I absolutely need to have one. And, yeah, and it's definitely gonna happen. I left uh, one job for another. I wouldn't say as Ricardo as it's a. Uh, that you know that it's better in every conceivable way. It's for me. I think it's more like my first job was doing things differently that are better, and my other job is doing things differently that are better. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty different experience, but yeah, I would definitely recommend same with Ricardo just to check out. Don't be just like working for one company. Uh, I think apply working for multiple companies, even in the same industry, opens your eyes into the different ways how things are done. You know, like where. Where, where I used to work and where I'm working, it's the same accounting job, similar accounting, but the way they do things are completely very different. And mm-hmm. I, it was very interesting how, how it opened my eyes with that. Yeah, but uh, I would just say at the end of the day, 2021, unlike 2020, who's been, uh, you know, who's been is crazy how, you know, it's it's like, it's like movie. I feel like we're in a movie, right? Like 2020 is like the first movie and the sequel is 2021 and we're leaving, we're living on the third movie right now, you know? Yeah. Hopefully it's the last year of this pandemic. 
uh, it's just crazy. I was always think like how would our life be without this pandemic? But in a way, I'm kind of thankful in a way that we're going to be in the history books, you know, when the, the, you know, when they teach this in schools, like 50 years from now, we had a pandemic like 2021, 2020s. Like we can tell our kids, grandkids. Yeah. We live that, you know, the same way our great, you know, our grandfathers, grandmothers lived through World War II, you know. Mm. You know, I, lo- I mean, I hope we survive it. I think the vaccine, I think we're the worst is over, I think. I think 2021 gave us that really strong hope. And, yeah. But it's, you know, it's still, I think that'll be, once, I think 2022 is going to be the year where we adjust with it. Because at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to go away. It's going to be like smallpox or chickenpox. It's going to be like flu. I agree. COVID's going to be like always there. It's always going to be, you know, you can't really kill it. You just have to learn how to control it. And I think we're getting there. Uh I just want to share. I just saw this, this TikTok before when I had TikTok uh, of this guy. He was saying like, well, you know, like we can just, I think we can just treat COVID like, you know, just like any other condition where like, if you're, if it's a mild case, then you just drink some Advil rest. Right. But if it's like a, oh, a severe case, then you go to the hospital, you know, yeah. which is basically the same as any other disease that we're, we're getting now. And as I think the reason why we had to lock down and it was so crazy in 2020 and 2021 is because we were unprepared how to deal with it. We didn't have medicine. We didn't have no vaccine. We have no idea what this disease is. But I think after two years, we have learned a lot about it. We have learned that, you know, that the fact that we're kind of categorizing them into different variants, I think it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I think that is that is basically where we're at right now. And that's kind of how 2020 is uh we learned a lot about this disease and hopefully we can, you know, we can just live regularly as before COVID. Then we just, the only change is now we have, an, you know, instead of a tetanus shot and, you know, and, and hepatitis A shot, you just include the COVID vaccine as a requirement, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm hoping it's not boosters every six months though. <laughs> That'll be annoying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause it's, it's really also, it's something about, there's something about big pharma going, listen, you guys need these boosters. And then the one we're going to develop in another six months, those are going to be especially important. Oh, and the eighth version, that's going to be the one you need to take for all this shit to work together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the next thing you know, we're, we're in iteration 30 and this motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's something about like specifically uh, big pharma people specifically uh, shilling this crap that makes me so pissed, but uh, I don't know. I feel like that's like the iPhone 6, iPhone 7. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get you, but I mean, for me, I'll always be like, I always think of it rationally and logically, where like, okay, you know, I mean, if this is gonna help me, like, sure, you know, I'll take it. You know, I'd rather have more, more soldiers, right? It's like war, right? The virus yeah. come up. It's like a, it's like a big monster. I'd rather have a lot of like infantry ready to fight this monster. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah. But at the same time, we still gotta be like careful. But at the same time, we just can't like stop our entire lives. I mean, as always, you know, I'm a moderate. I'm not a conservative or liberal. Right. Uh, we look at the balance of things, you know. So same with this COVID thing. I think we just gotta look at the balance. You know, we gotta make sure that we celebrate our birthdays. But at the same time, we don't just like start making out with any other hot girl over there that's randomly that we might get corona from, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, we almost went to Miami, so we would have been well, I would have been happy risking that. But uh 
No, we just gotta wait for that. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> All right, man. I think we're we're ready to wrap up. Any final thoughts? I feel like twenty uh, been really about COVID, in my opinion. I think. Yeah, twenty twenty one was absolutely the year of COVID. Um, I think twenty twenty two hopefully is a year of really forcing yourself to get back out there. Yeah, and trying to live as normal of a life as you can, trying to get back to. uh, I don't know. I mean, do we do we want to go back to pre-COVID times? Are we are we evolved now? Are we are we are we at a point now where we can forge an entirely new something? I'm not gonna say culture. I doubt that's you know. I don't think that's the right word for it. But you you are you following what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we gotta learn from it. We gotta come out better. You know, we always get depressed, right? As a society, yeah, we can learn from it. But I think it's it's something wonderful. Just the fact that you know, I don't know. The whole world had to deal with something collectively. We're united, way right? Like united against a common enemy, kind of thing. How do you think we dealt with it as a world? I think we did what we can, but it's like. It's not perfect. I think it yeah. shows how humanity is. Humanity is not perfect. <laughs> Anything <laughs> but. Yeah. Definitely not perfect. I think Anything so. but. And know. I think it shows like how, yeah, to be honest, it made me very fortunate that I'm in the United States because it shows how different cultures and different areas deal, dealt with it. You know, here we kind of just live with it yes we have the most cases in the world most people a lot of people are dying but we didn't really lock down there's really no real lockdown you know our, our life continued you know like mm-hmm. we took to buy a house like you know we how we hanged out a good amount you know we had some we went to restaurants and stuff but in like other countries like i have a chinese co-worker who was like they basically said like there was like one case in this whole city and they locked down the whole city. And then her parents was in that city. Not not even like like 10 miles around the person who was infected. She has to quarantine for like 20 days. Wow. You know what I mean? Like for me, that's like, you know, that's kind of how, and that's not exclusive to China. Like that's how they do it in the Philippines, in Singapore, a lot of Asian countries. And it makes sense because culturally they're very, they take these things very seriously, even though they go to the extremes against it. Mm-hmm. Well, here... Going back to the insurrection story we started with, we have those people who are fighting for freedom, you know, <laughs> which is like, that's where this country is built on, right? This freedom, liberty, inequality, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Pursuit of happiness, you know, we're not going to be happy if we're locked down, so we got to fight for our pursuit of happiness. There you go. So in a way, we have, you know, it, it's really what you want, right? You will have less cases, less deaths collectively as a country, but you're like quarantining for 20 days by like, you know, by being well, the same. Point, and then at some point, it's just like, at some point, I, I will think, you know, if you live like that too, at some point, the citizens just go, all right, this is bullshit. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know what we need to do, but we need to just not live like this. I, I genuinely. It's like the, the citizenship and sacrifice because, you know, we want to like live, you know, we want to like, live with this COVID thing. And it's really a different way. Like uh, my mentor in my work, right? He's, he's Australian. And he told me that in Australia, they're still, that's, you know, that's with Novak. This, he said they're a year behind because mm-hmm. he lives in the UK now and I'm, I'm here in the US. It's the UK and the US, I think on the same wavelength. 
uh, where we have uh, tons of cases, but we kind of we're kind of in this stage where, like as I mentioned today, it's just gonna be a part of life. It's just gonna be like another flu or something, you know. Another it's like it's gonna be like the hepatitis or something. It's gonna be like bronchitis, you know, like the sickness that I had recently. Right. You know, it's gonna be add to the list. Well, in Australia, because for the first year in 2020, they really locked down everything. They have very they have very few cases. But they realize, well, we need to open up too because, you know, I guess that's not how to live, right? You can't just live like a prisoner your entire country. So they started opening up, but then cases are start going up there. So they're like a year behind because they're still very scared of COVID. They still see it as a very deadly disease. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, I mean, like, remember when COVID started, when it, Tom Hanks got it? I was like, oh, no, rest in peace, Tom Hanks. You know, he's going to die. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Now we when see, it was starting up. You know, we see it as like, oh, you know, it's like we're and also I want to add like how the cases are super high with the Omricon, but the deaths are really low. You know, it's a combination of the disease kind of became more contagious but less severe mm-hmm. and also being vaccinated. So mm-hmm. we kinda like we kinda run with the data here in the US, but like somewhere in Australia, they're still they still have that big fear because it's still an unknown with them. They haven't dealt with it before. But here in the U.S., you know, like, hey, get COVID, go to work, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's like, yo, just take a take a week off now, because now it's been reduced to five days of quarantine. So that's yeah. legitimately, yo, take a week off. And by the way, you know, if you can still work, you know, hey, feel free to work on those Excel spreadsheets, maybe. But uh, it's but it's certainly been like much. Re- there's certainly not the same amount of fear. Now, now it seems to me most people's reaction to it of COVID is, uh, it's 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 more like an inconvenience. But I mean, I'm thinking most people are really suffering from the uh from this new variant more than, um, sorry, the original that's that's yeah. that's really killing people. Well, I mean, especially considering the fact that most people are vaccinated too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's what 2021 bought us the transition period. Uh. But yeah, I think uh, I think we're good. So. Yeah, um, I want to thank our listeners for listening to us up to this point. Uh, with twenty twenty two, I'm uh, I'm excited for the content that we have in store for you guys. Um, you know, we're looking forward to a great twenty twenty two. Yeah. So if you have any questions, feel free to email us at publicdiscourse@gmail.com. dot com. I think have a good day, everyone. I hope twenty twenty one has been great for all of you, and twenty twenty one will be better. Twenty twenty be better. Yeah, twenty twenty two. be a much better year. See you, everyone. Till next time, everybody. See, you. bye. Peace.